0: Look around at this great city of ours.
1: What do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson and Michael Lynn White will talk to some of these amazing people about
0: topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a
1: dang on the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. Good evening, Murfreesboro. This is Bill Wilson, aka Mr. Murfreesboro. We're we're live here at the WGNS studios here in downtown Murfreesboro, and I hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's had a great weekend. It's been awful hot out there, but we're going to be joined in the studio. joined in the studio by the Republican Rutherford County nominee for the Rutherford County Mayor Joe Carr. Joe, how's it going Joe? It's going great. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. I love radio. You know, we both have faces for radio. So exactly. It's this is, this is great. <laughs> More so you than me. No, that kidding. no, that's true. you're a sure uh, very handsome man, Bill. Yeah, very I handsome, guess, I guess. And Michael <laughs> Lynn will not be in tonight. She's I hope she doesn't have. So we're missing the beauty queen. Yeah, I'm sorry, but. Michael, we wish you were here, darling. We really do. It just gives us more time to talk. It does. (laughs) It does. The music's just going to keep playing. I guess. It's not not bad. So, do we ever get any Led Zeppelin during? We may have some Led Zeppelin, but what's your favorite? Cashmere. Cashmere? Yeah. 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 Cashmere. Hang on one second. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. I'm sorry, y'all. This is this is perfect. Life. So, what brings you up here tonight, Joe? Well, you invited me.
0: <laughs> we, <laughs> and I love radio. I do. I love radio. And um, anytime there's an opportunity to show my face on the radio, Bill. Yeah, to I show t- your face. I, yeah, I got you. It. You got it. You understand well, that?
1: Well, we've been talking. You did. Uh, we're going to get to who is Joe Carr and why. Do you, do you think, want to be We'll they, get to that What well, do you think They want to I'm Do, that, controlling do you, do you it. think they I oh, know Do you think they care what I who don't car know is. Well <laughs> I'm sure i I'm, You know I've lived here I'll, I'll be 57 in March And I'm going to yeah. say You're I don't know who you are. What are you? Yes, you're, this is good. No, this is good. Seventy-three no, this is good. You're fa- <laughs> 64. You're, you're sixty-four. Okay, but you graduated you, Riverdale seventy-six. Go Warriors. That's right. Well, I graduated eighty-four. Go the Warriors. The class was more. And it's been. You know, it's been fifty years. I know. it's and, been fifty uh, Barbara years. Barbara
0: Hudson's going to do, and some of the alumni are going to do They're a big fifty-year jubilee.
1: Yeah, you know, fifty years is the year of jubilee. That's right. So what's yeah, that's true. It is true. So it's a big deal. Riverdale and Oakland are the exact, the blueprint, just on different sides that's of easy. town. And Riverdale really got its name because Stones River. River? Yeah. Dale. That's right. I didn't know that, but it makes yeah. common perfect, sense. Now, I wonder sense. how Oakland Middle got. Middle four because the Stones River. Is right. right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to, let's see, Riverdale from 80 to 84. I was, seven, I was
0: there at the very opening,
1: 72, 76. So you were there right after – in Central High School. The last graduating class was 72. My older brother, Mitch, was a part of that last graduating class. That's correct. And and
0: I started the fall of that year.
1: you imagine at one time in Murfreesboro – or Rutherford County in general, there was really one county's high school. I mean, it was Murfreesboro Central High, the Tigers. Well, of course, I guess there was Eagleville. Eagleville had a high school. Smyrna had a high school. Yeah and mate I don't even know if Laverne no, had not Laverne no, didn't no. but back in the that was day it. that was it I'm a big history buff yeah. back in the day you had these little schools like Kittrell you yeah. had uh let's say uh Dilton or you had There were schools like Buchanan um yeah well the named, Kittrell,
0: uh, Kittrell and I I think at long long time ago last is Walter Hill they, so that all the communities had they had their own little they, wait, wait, they had K through 12. Yeah, everything was K through twelve back then, but that that predates you and I just a little bit.
1: Yeah, my dad would tell me about going to going to school. Some, I mean, he was like, you know, uh, we didn't have anything and uh, walked through snow to school. Uphill both yeah, ways. Yeah, uphill both <laughs> ways. And he went to, I think it was Old Murray School out Bradaville Road. There was an Old wow. Murray, and the foundation is still didn't there. But I, that. I'm, I'm a big history buff. I love See, history. See,
0: well, my my mom's side of the family goes back six generations to rockvale so my and my dad is used to ask who joe carr was just a little bit my dad was a texan my mom was a Tennessean, so i've got the best breeding on the planet right a texan and a tennessean that's pretty good dna a te-
1: that's well if it, if it wasn't for tennessee there wouldn't be a Texas. my
0: mother told my father that repeatedly
1: yeah because and, of and the and volunteer never, that's exactly right we were there uh during the well, the Battle of eighteen twelve. Yeah, Houston,
0: David Crockett, and the whole nine. Bowie, guys. I
1: think Bowie was from, from Alabama Kentucky, or Alabama. Alabama. But thank you for coming up here thanks, and taking Bill. your time. Appreciate it. We, we miss had, I miss Michael. I'm sorry. Yeah, be here. Give us yeah. something to look at. But sure. Yeah. We will cover well, we'll cover why you know, who is Joe Carr, sure. Why you're wanting to run. Yeah. And uh, again, thanks for being here. And let us and we'll take a break here. Yeah, probably about ten minutes or so. Okay. Um who is Joe Carr?
0: Well, he's not complicated. That's that's a fact. Pretty simple. Um my I grew up as an air my father was an Air Force fighter pilot and that I tell everybody that because I went to eight schools in the first eight grades because I followed obviously it's a it's a brat, you follow him around the country, around the world. And so I've been to sixteen different countries. 35 40 different states i went to eight different schools in the first eight grades and it went i was i was in the third grade because here.
1: of your dad's military he, career he was
0: a fighter pilot He he flew combat tours in north in, in korea and in vietnam and he survived two airplane crashes highly highly decorated he's a wow. hero he's he's since passed away well, that's but that's fine um he's in a better place he yeah. as, as we're all we're all going to a better place brother it's but um it has got to be. <laughs> amen. Well, amen. But I was, so when my dad was in Vietnam in 67, 68, right before the Tet Offensive, uh, we came, My we moved here, and I went to the third grade at Bellwood School, and Miss Hopgood was my, not uh, Miss Hopgood, uh, Miss um, Hop, I went to You're Bellwood School. Are you talking Miss Bagwell, excuse me, Miss Bagwell was my third grade teacher, and Trent Messick was in my class.
1: That's Jesse's son. son. That's yeah.
0: exactly right. And so uh, I've, I've got a lot of roots. Yeah. Here, and uh, this is home. I've lived all over. But whenever I leave, I always come back. This is home. Well, I... I, I met my wife here at the uni- when I went to university working on my master's degree. Right. And so we've had our kids here. Now we're grandparents. We've got a right. farm. I've had... Las two- Cassis, right? You live in Las Casas. Las Cassis. That's right. That's exactly right. Owned, owned two engineering businesses. Very, very successful engineering companies.
1: Were they here in Murfreesboro?
0: What were the names? That, what were So I started. we started the first business in 1990. It was headquartered in Nashville uh, because of the type of business. It was a, a mechanical engineering company. And by the time I sold it in 1998... It was the sixth largest engineering company of its kind in the southeast yeah we very very large with six offices
1: yeah, right. around the country Wow yeah and so it was very very successful and were you I as big as Reagan Smith have you heard of Reagan Smith yeah that
0: yeah I have and that's that's a different type of yeah. we were we, we were what's called a product and tooling design company we helped automotive and aerospace industries design and fabricate um, uh their products their engineering issues and that kind of thing my brother it was my partner until i bought him out in 95 and then i sold it in
1: 98 gotcha so so you were schooled here by the way if you want to uh, watch the show you can go to mr Murphysboro. we're live on facebook and if you want to call in and uh comment or ask joe a question you can I call you 615-893-1450 um, so you're educated here yeah. public schools and what when did you when was the first time you ran for office what In 2006 i ran for state
0: representative uh, against john hood and lost and then in 2008 i ran again and john didn't run and we we won and then won re-election in 10 and in 12 well, of course we had primary opposition both times and then in 2000 and, and then i left in 2014 uh i believe in term limits and i'm um, um, and so Was that
1: four I, years or six, six years when you are doing? It? Okay,
0: six. I left after six years, and then I got asked by several people around the state if I would run for a U.S. Senate against Lamar. And we did, uh, of course, against Lamar Alexander, who's an icon, right? Yeah. Governor Plaid shirt. yeah, the whole nine yards. Honey, honey, Alex. exactly. And we did very, very well. We won all of Middle Tennessee. We won. We finished uh, like nine points behind. Right uh, on a shoestring budget, and uh, but we were very, very successful. It was a, it was a absolutely life defining moment for me doing that. I loved it. I have no regrets doing that.
1: Race. I think you may have done what he did: is walk across Tennessee. I
0: felt like it. Yeah, we went to all ninety-five counties. I and that's the thing, Bill, that uh, that that stuck with me more than anything. Up to that point, I'd been to a lot of Tennessee, but I hadn't been to all of it. And let me just to the listeners out there. I've been to 35, 40 states. Tennessee, hands down, without question, is the best state in the union. It's a no-brainer. And there's a reason, and the secret's out, and the secret's out because, I don't know if you know this, um, our population, I, I, a couple weeks ago, somebody on the station said that, that our population's like 240, 240,000 or something. It's not. The, I, got a, I got a text from Rob Mitchell, earlier this evening our property yeah. assessor good guy yeah does a great job he was telling me giving me information that our population in rutherford county is now three hundred sixty-two thousand. i think we're 362 we're
1: supposed to past hamilton county, or in the, maybe next, in the next
0: two to. or three years yes because wow. they were at 371 at this in that last census so we're obviously catching up to them very very quickly and then by tw- what, 2035 we're supposed to catch knox county
1: yeah well they i think Mayor McFarland and the City Council did a uh, twenty-year or thirty-year uh, ser- or not a search, a um, study, and they said we're going to double in size in like twenty years. Yeah, we're going to be by around six or twenty fifty. We'll be uh, six or seven hundred thousand yeah. in the county. Well, we'll,
0: well I, and I hope not. I, I really do. I hope not. Uh, I think that is going to redefine our county um, beyond what those of us who spent our lives and are multi-generational yeah. would like to see it. Uh, I do think we need to grow. We need to grow smart. Uh, we need to grow with an idea of what we want to be based on where we're at and what we where we were. Right. And so an understanding of who we are and what we want to be is important. But my point in bringing all this up was, the secrets out on Rutherford County. You got people from New York and California and Illinois, and they're coming here because of our values. Colorado, Colorado everywhere, all of, name? everywhere. I mean, well, I was out on the square Saturday, of course, campaigning. Right. A guy came up from Colorado. Another guy, another lady came up from California. They've been here in the last two years, and they're And I said, "Why did you come?" He said, uh, "Obviously, low taxes, no state income tax." He said, "But we appreciate your conservative principles and values." I said. Well, just as long as you don't have a mind to change it. He said, No, not at all.
1: Well, they say, Well, here's what I'll say about California. Have you ever been to California? I have. Okay, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful it's state. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. the weather's, I phenom- the, weather's well, phenomenal. I pray for the people after all those fires and stuff going on. Um, they say if Plymouth Rock was in California, this would still be wilderness. <laughs> it is. It might San be. San Diego. It, it might be. Is a beautiful town and coming up, you know, the cool breeze coming off yeah. the Pacific. Um, but people do come here. Now, I'm going to say this. There's people coming here from blue states, and there's people coming here from red states. It's uh, um, Tennessee has no state income tax. We don't. We have a lot of, you know, growing up here in Murfreesboro, I can remember in the 70s, and people get tired of me saying this, but there was maybe 30,000 people lived here. We were the size of Manchester, maybe Tullahoma. You could go around the square. I call it a Norman Rockwell. Do you tale. remember cruising around shoney's on Broad? That was a little before my time. Jay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, now ours was cruising down Family Billiards. We would go to Family Billiards yeah. until Hiram Lester yeah. would come knocking on the window and I, say, well, I, that's right. "What are you doing? All uh, right, y'all need that's to right. move on." uh But that was—it was a whole different time. It was like that movie American Graffiti. People cruising. And uh, the, the, y'all's generation – I mean, I'm sorry. Your generation would probably cruise up and down by the uh, movie theater. So
0: you're, you're, you, know, you know what you're doing, don't right you? I'm coming back at you. You're dating yourself. I know. You're
1: dating yourself. I'm coming
0: back at you, just so you know. So,
1: <laughs> let's, get, so you, let's get back to why you're going to be the, the mayor. You yeah. got out, and then you got appointed by – bill a to yeah. be a t-deck person assistant
0: commissioner i was number two man at t-deck okay assistant commissioner
1: and then you we're going to go we're going to take a break here in just a minute we'll come back and talk about that Yeah, that's, not, that's we're here right. with uh joe carr who's running for rutherford county mayor um we'll be back here in about two or three minutes
0: Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only 5 minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play 9 holes for $9 and kids 12 and underplay for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. You know there is a new title and escrow company in town, and they have 20 plus years of experience in the business. For all of your real estate closings, contact Authority Title at 615-819-5880. You can also stop by their Brandy Wine office located at 319 Hickerson Drive just off of the Square. They are our preferred real estate partner. You can also follow them at Authoritarian's Escrow on Facebook.
1: Attention attorneys, property owners, collection agencies, banks and credit unions. On Time Process Servers LLC specializes in serving legal documents throughout the state of Tennessee. When you hire a process server to deliver your legal documents, you have every right to expect professionalism and reliability. That's what you get with On Time Process Servers LLC, located at 2441 Q Old Fort Parkway Suite number 302. Find out more at otpsllc.com or call 615-971-8267. You're listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. This is Bill Wilson, also known as Mr. Murfreesboro. And we've been joined in the studio with Rutherford County mayoral candidate, Joe Carr. And we're sitting there talking. We've been talking about why Joe wants to be the mayor of Rutherford County, his qualifications. I had somebody just ask me uh, uh, why you left your state job. Sure. What was your... The reason why you left the the one that Bill Lee Governor Lee appointed. Yeah,
0: um, my intention was to only be there a couple three years anyway. That was my intention was never to be there for an extended period of time. But it was uh, in the beginning of his administration to help him transition and this kind of thing. I helped him during the campaign, and I wanted to help him during the transition. Uh, My my memory of driving to and from Nashville when I was in the General Assembly was that it was about an hour to an hour and fifteen minutes. I was. And I hadn't made that drive in a while.
1: But you had good parking. I had
0: excellent parking. But getting to the parking (laughs) was about an hour and 15. And I had good parking when I was the assistant commissioner. What I didn't realize was the drive was an hour and 45 minutes to two hours one way. Wow. And then I just, after after about a a year, a year and a few months, um, I just I just didn't want to do that drive anymore, Bill. I was g- literally giving spending twenty hours a week in the car, back and forth to Nashville. See, like, I was having to go out Jefferson Pike. I lived between Las Casas and Milton, so I would jump on ninety six, go to Jefferson Pike, Jefferson Pike to eight forty, and even though going up twenty five was shorter, I twenty four is a disaster in the morning going yeah. to Nashville. So I would go up eight forty to forty and then head in that way. So it was a sixty. It was sixty miles one way. Wow. Yeah. And I just I I got where the drive wasn't worth it anymore. And and I, again, he knew I was. And he we talked about it. Um, so I went and visited him in January, and said, "Look, and this is
1: sixteen or seven? Was it sixteen or no? Seven? No, no,
0: no. This is and see, this is uh, he he he. he uh, I was appointed in nineteen, and so I went and saw him in twenty twenty, January of twenty twenty, and I said, look um, I'm going to step down. Um, let's put out a timetable for me to do that. And he said, well, when would you like to leave? I said, uh, April one. And he said, well, would you stay till May 31st? And I said, yeah. So, um, so I stayed another five months, four and a half, five months, um, after we, he and I spoke and, uh, he's a great governor. I support uh, his reelection and, um, I consider him a friend and, so we I, we left on very good terms. It was just a drive over. That was what well, a, a
1: couple years ago. That was three years. Okay, yeah,
0: not even three years ago. Bill Let's see. Two years ago. Yeah, two years. Two and a half years. Two ago. and a half years ago. Okay, so and I've been retired ever since. You've
1: been retired ever since. Yeah, and I was
0: retired prior to that. And um, although well, I wasn't technically retirement age, I have my farm and I do I do a lot of things on the farm. I did
1: consulting, engineering
0: consulting, and that
1: kind of thing. I will tell you what, for my Je- Jefferson business. Pike. We're going to lead into something. Sure, Jefferson Pike is one of the oldest roads in Rutherford County because they used to be the way you would get to Old Jefferson and, and on to Nashville. That's exactly right. And it's so narrow. There's no no guardrail And there's no shoulder. There's or, no shoulder I but mean. you've got to watch out for those trucks, those trash trucks, man. Uh, so and, what, not,
0: and those trash trucks you're talking about are coming into our county, bringing trash that's not from our county. And so we are so now. So, what are middle. you
1: going to do about it? What are, What are you? What, what's your plan to S- get rid of? Shut it down, or what? What's okay. your plan? Okay, so when I was at TDEC, this is going to take a minute,
0: but this is so important. I, I want to, before we get started on this, I, w- I want to share something with you. Sure. The landfill is the most immediate, and pressing problem we have. It's not the most important problem, but it's the most immediate, and I'll explain why. The most important problem is the unrestrained growth we have. Because the unrestrained growth goes to police, fire, EMS, schools, traffic, congestion, you know, what's our vision, the trash, everything. So it involves, unrestrained growth involves everything, right? right? So it's it's everything. But the most pressing problem we have is the landfill. And the reason is twofold. Number one, it just caught fire.
1: (laughs) That was a few weeks ago. Yeah,
0: and I took the video, that video that was on. Was that you up there with
1: the marshmallows? (laughs) So no, I, we the, had the hot dogs oh, you had the I don't
0: dogs. know who okay. had the marshmallows I had the hot dogs uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to smell that stuff it's when methane. it catches fire it's yeah. bad yeah. and so, so we got a landfill that catches fire but worse, more importantly than that it's a horrible environmental mess with Stones River being right there and that area was never designed to take in 5,000 tons of trash every single day five thousand tons. Wow. Seventy percent of that comes from outside our county. Seventy percent. So you could if you could It's that, been going on forever. Since nineteen ninety five is Come when on. Nancy Allen and the county commission uh, agreed to sign the host benefit agreement which is which didn't essentially but specifically says Rutherford County has absolutely no say oversight or authority of what goes in that landfill how much goes in that landfill and where it comes from and it says that specifically in this host benefit agreement and so when people running for office or out in the community talk about this being a complicated issue, I couldn't disagree with them more. It's a complicated issue if you've not studied it or analyzed it. I have, when I was at Deck, the first thing I did is I asked for the middle point file from the state director of solid waste, a gentleman by the name of Pat Flood. And he brought me the file. And so Pat I, Flood. Flat, Pat Flood. Okay. And he's, uh, I don't know if he's still there or not. I know he was, he'd been there like 30 years when I got there. Right. But anyway, so I asked for the file. And so I'm looking at this file. I'm talking to attorneys. I'm talking about two environmentalists. I'm talking to engineers. I want to understand this particular landfill. And after... S- several months of studying on this thing while I was there, I, I brought Pat back in and I said, I said, Pat, I think I think I got this thing figured out. He says, You do. He said, tell me what the tell me what the problem you think the problem is. I said, the problem is, is Rutherford County signed the worst contractual agreement in the history of mankind. He said, You got it he said that's the problem he said you people down there want to complicate this thing this thing isn't complicated at all he said you can't do anything because of that host benefit agreement he said what you guys need to do talking about rutherford county yeah and this is where the idea came from so when people say well it's all joe's idea no it's not i mean i've talked to literally scores of people about this people who are experts pat said Until you guys can renegotiate that contract, there's not a dead gum thing you can do.
1: And that's with Republic. Republic. That's
0: correct. And so when I decided, and that lit I'll be honest with you, that lit a fire in me. Uh, And I didn't at the time think about running for mayor or anything like that. But I thought, we've got to renegotiate that contract. So how do we do that? So in my mind, as a former CEO of a multi-million dollar engineering company, I know that the way you renegotiate or negotiate any contract is from the vantage point of having leverage. You've got to have leverage. And so I went about determining what leverage, if any, did Rutherford County have. And I found out Rutherford County has got a lot of leverage. We just don't use it. And so one of the solutions, the solution points to solving this crisis is to renegotiate the agreement with republic services now what's funny about this is on may 24th last year when i announced that i was going to run i went in great detail about my plan for the three-point plan i had for resolving this issue uh, republic services at middle point Point. and part part one of that plan was renegotiating the contract every elected official in rutherford county says you can't do that the mayor said you can't do that you talking about the county mayor? Yeah. Seat, the the mayor. You can't do that. They won't renegotiate it. They won't. They won't do it. I'm going. They, they most certainly will do it. Absolutely. Do it. And and my question to the community leaders, both elected and unelected, was elected was, have you asked Republic if they'd be willing to renegotiate the contract? Have you just asked them? And the answer was, well, no, we haven't. I said, why haven't you asked them? And so we've got. So we've got this scenario now where in the last three months, all the candidates running for mayor are saying, well, we, we need to renegotiate the contract. Well, you know where that came from, don't you? It came from all the research that I had done with all these different people, all these different entities about the first step we need to do to resolving this is renegotiate the contract. Now Republic has reached out to me in the last few weeks and said, you know, we think your chances of becoming mayor are pretty good. We want to sit down and talk to you. I go, fine, I got one question for you. What's that? Will you renegotiate the contract? Yeah, we'll talk to you about renegotiating the contract great that great that was it. That was it and so i want to make i want to reiterate this point. It's not complicated Bill. People who don't study the problem or who have who haven't analyzed the problem or who haven't reached out to p- authorities in their fields who can help us address the problem for, to them, it's complicated, but for those of us who've been studying it. Mac Nolan, you remember Mac Nolan, mm-hmm. solid waste director? Mac Nolan was a tremendous service to me when I was doing my research. Tremendous. I, I spent hours with Mac, right. hours and hours. Ask Mac, it's not complicated. It's real simple what we need to do.
1: So we found the problem. So mm-hmm. what is the solution? The
0: solution is number one, renegotiate the contract to make sure that, first of all, first and foremost, no more waste from Rutherford County, outside Rutherford County, gets deposited at the Middle Point landfill.
1: First and foremost. Heard there, there, there are states that were
0: dumping. Oh, yeah. As far away as New York and New Jersey. Bringing. Radioactive stuff down here, medical radioactive waste. We've got 640,000 tons of aluminum dross in that landfill. You're going, well, what's that, Joe? Well, that cr- combine that with air and water, and it burns. So our landfill is literally on fire about 60, 70, 80 feet deep. Well, it's, it's just smoldering. It's
1: methane. And the, well, you
0: got the methane. The methane the is leak, a... leak
1: field, the leach. Leachate, leachate. Yeah. Leachate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leachate. What kills me is that our... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's city or county, but a lot of people get their drinking water from a plant that's right around... Which came first, the plant? The, or plant, the plant. The plant was there first. Yes. And then the landfill came But along. see,
0: remember, when this was originally conceived, this was never expected nor designed to be a the regional landfill middle point landfill is the largest class one landfill in the state of tennessee it serves all of middle tennessee that's a big deal bill wilson
1: when they did hey when they designed this or when they said hey let's do this whenever it was at 70s eighties, whenever they didn't project that our growth was going to be the way it is today where there's a hundred people moving here daily in this area yeah. daily. If you call U-Haul, the, the number one destination in North America is middle Tennessee. So,
0: and so, and so when they're coming to middle Tennessee, what are they bringing them with them? They're, they're bringing bring, trash. They're bringing trash, which is a byproduct of living here. And so when the County commission and the mayor say, well, I, we got a great idea. And you hear the candidates talking about, well, we need to recycle and we need to compost. My question is, to anybody that wants to recycle and compost, is that's great, but whose trash are you talking about? Who's trash? You're talking about our trash? Because if you recycle and compost the 30% that we put into the landfill, do you realize that for that you actually buy for every ton of trash that you recycle and compost, you create a ton of capacity for Davidson County to bring over there? That's all you're doing. Wow. It's, it's tra- We're trash shifting. So that's why we got to start with renegotiating the contract that's that's the that's the start point anything other than that start point is a waste of time now once we limit the amount of trash that comes into that landfill outside the county, and then we start to compost and recycle, which we should. Now you're talking about drastically, yeah. drastically removing the amount of trash that goes in the landfill, which is why what Murfreesboro is doing is so important and why the county should partner with Murfreesboro in those technologies. Because well, that's step two. Yeah. That's step two.
1: Well, I tell you what, I hear a lot of the community, the citizens of Rutherford County say, we don't care if Republic gives money to this school to build, do what it. We want the landfill closed. That's right. Some people. That's all. That's politics. But that is. They. Oh, it's okay. We'll give them a hundred thousand dollars. That's not. That's not going to fix it. No. That's and so, how? How are you? If you're elected, yes, how sir. will you be different? Uh, I've heard some complaints on how uh, elected leaders, say mayors, work together. How are you going to work together? Save if. if You're elected. Yes, sir. And and Mayor McFarlane is re elected. How are you going to work together? So, Mayor McFarlane, Jason
0: Cole, Mayor of Laverne, Mary S. Reed of Smyrna, the Mayor of Eagleville, I know them all well. I know the three of I know Laverne, Smyrna, and Murfreesboro quite well. And I've already got a working relationship with them. And I've made it abundantly clear this county bill cannot move forward at all unless we're working together. And here's, here's the premise of where I believe the mayor of Rutherford County should start from. If it's good for Smyrna, you'd think it'd be good for Murf- or Rutherford County. If it's good for Murfreesboro, it'd be good for Rutherford County. If it's good for Laverne, it's good for Rutherford County. If it's good for Eagleville, it's good for Rutherford County. So my job as mayor will be, how can I help Eagleville, Laverne, Smyrna, and Murfreesboro succeed? What do you need from me and the county to succeed? We're all on the same team. This isn't a contest. It's not a competition. We're all, we're all in the same community. And what benefits Smyrna, benefits Murfreesboro and Eagleville and Laverne, of course, all of Rutherford County. And of course, we got to take care of the rural areas. We got to maintain a quality of life in those green space areas that are so important. But there's no question you can do that, but we got to trust each other. Exactly. And we do. We,
1: we're already talking and working together. Um, yeah, I think people are... And we like at, each other. Just well, to be honest with we, you, well, we all people like each are other. Look, here's what I think people are looking at. They're looking at some sort of change. People are tired. I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, you're left or right or whatever. People are tired of the bickering, period. How are you going to make that better? How will you, if you're elected mayor of Rutherford County, how will you make that? where you represent all the people? You're not just conservative, right, or... Someone's liberal left or whatever. Because if you are mayor, you represent all the people. Because
0: I'm working from the premise that we're all of the same community. And the great advantage that I have over my opponents is my immediate family is both racially, socially, and culturally very very diverse let's talk about your family if you want to talk sure, about sure you your family. can't i mean <clears throat> i've got uh i've been married for almost 40 years to my wife genie who i met while i was at graduate school at middle and she was an undergrad at middle um she asked me out to she was 80 pi sorority so she asked me the sorority and nine months later we got married so it was a uh, it was quick um uh, I'm, I'm a pretty we're pretty decisive people so we knew what we had when we had it and there was no reason and move on. what about
1: children? Tell we us got, about your... I
0: got, uh, Aaron is um, 38. Maddie is 36. And Joe Jr. is 22. And so a lot of people say that Joe Jr. looks just like me, which is funny because we adopted Joe when he was a newborn. He's, um, his uh, genetic heritage is biracial. Right. Um, we went to Colorado to get him. Uh, so we're a, a racially uh, mixed family, which is great. Uh, I, I love I love that aspect about yeah. our family.
1: So what will you do to um what would be the first say you're elected? What are the the three things besides the trash yeah. that are affecting Ruth County? What are what are what do you think about schools? I'll I tell you what, let, let me ask you this. What yeah. do you think about legalizing marijuana? What's your thoughts about that? Uh, I love
0: what Brian Terry's trying to do with medical cannabis. So I've supported Brian. In that. As a matter of fact, Representative Brian Terry, um, the 48th District, which is the eastern half of Rutherford County, has done a good job of leading that fight, educating the community on it. And I, I appreciate what he's done. As a matter of fact, I talked to him a couple of weeks ago about that issue and see you know, how's that bill coming along? and in the General Assembly, and he says, you know, we make progress every year. He said, I'm not sure if we can pass it this next year or not, but we're gonna try. And right. he every year, um, you get a little bit further down the road. So right. I'm supportive of uh, Representative Terry on that. And well, the great thing about that issue for me is I don't need to be an expert on it. I don't. I, I'm not an expert on everything. I take interest in certain things. Obviously, the landfill is something I'm very, very interested in and passionate about, so I try to know as much as I can about it, but I don't need to know all that about uh, medical marijuana because I trust Representative Terry on that, and he has the same worldview as I do, Bill, so I can see where he's coming from and I can trust him on it. It's great to have leaders and people in the community that go, you know, I agree with Bill Wilson on just about everything, and if he's an expert on something, I don't need to be an expert on it. I can trust his. I can trust his wisdom and judgment on it.
1: Right, I got you. What do you think about um, yeah. guns in schools or teachers having guns? What's your thoughts about protecting the children? Let's and let's go one step further. Public education versus charter schools. Which are thoughts okay there's two or three things there there. were
0: several things you know so let me back up with the i'm a i'm pro second amendment i'm very pro second amendment um all my family is we are proficient in the use and discharge of a firearm and all and the women in my family are quite honestly are our best marksmen which is of no surprise so
1: you don't argue with them a lot right no I wouldn't anyway, but I'm especially not. <laughs>
0: so you're, uh, your second amendment, yeah. do you think
1: the NRA has too much power?
0: No, I don't think the NRA has too much power. And, 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 and that goes to a broader question is what do we do about lobbyists? Um, I don't think lobbyists are the problem, Bill. I think in our General Assembly and our legislatures and our Congress, I think we elect people who are too easily persuaded. So it's not the lobbyists that are the problem. They're just doing their job. A lobbyist is num- nothing more than a group of people who get together with a c- particular concern and they go to that their representation to express that concern. That's, they're lobbying. When you talk to your state representative, you're lobbying. And so the fact that somebody gets paid to lobby or they don't get paid to lobby to me is irrelevant. What is relevant is... Does that legislator, that state representative, that senator, do they have enough of a moral code, a moral bearing to say no to the improprieties that sometimes and temptations that sometimes may take place? I know I have been offered uh, and it and the word gets out real quick when you say no. And I was offered one time and I've never been offered again.
1: That sounds like Nancy Reagan. Just say no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, just say no.
0: It, it, it does work. It works. And and to the lobbying community, they it's a close-knit community. And I had somebody try to slip me a white envelope when I first was elected to the Tennessee General Assembly. And I didn't know it was in it. And I, I took it. And I, I he came back to my office. And I said, you left this on my desk by mistake. And I handed it back to him. He said, no, that was for you. I said, don't you ever come into my
1: office again. Well, let's go back. So, char schools versus public education. What What's your thoughts on that? Because my, my, it seems like a lot of the money is being Pulled from public education. That's, but that's not the
0: case. Okay. That's not the case. Um, I believe in competition. I went to both of them. I went to public and private. So did I. <laughs> I well, and we, my wife and I homeschooled for 20 years. Because you had to? Years. No. No. No, <laughs> no, we, no, we didn't have to. We okay. wanted to. I okay. mean, uh, let me give you a very interesting statistic. Do you know what the number one predictor for positive outcomes on student achievement is?
1: I'm going let you answer this one yeah. i don't know parent involvement parent not, not teachers
0: not teachers parental involvement the number one predictor by far the number one predictor for student success and achievement is parental involvement and so my wife and i we homeschooled for over 20 20 years um, all three of our kids and so um, but i went to a private school i went to middle tennessee christian school in the eighth
1: grade I went to Milton. Did you really? In eighth grade, yeah. And boy Bivens was my principal. They asked me not to come back after that. But anyway, they did too. They asked me not to come <laughs> but back. But what do you do? Hey, you made a good point. <laughs> what do you do with the kids who don't have both their parents? I mean, that.
0: Well, what do you, what do, you do, Bill? Everything's changed since we grew up. When we grew up, we grew up. Uh, we grew up with a mom and a dad in the family. Predominantly, it was
1: Leave It to Beaver. Basically,
0: it, it, it was it was it was it was June and Ward Cleaver, right? <laughs> I mean, though, it really was.
1: I was Eddie Haskell. I know everybody. <laughs> you but, <laughs> sure you weren't Lumpy? Lumpy? No, that was you, Lumpy. Uh, but thank yes, times have changed. Times have changed, but it, I think it, I think it goes back to education. If you open up all the jails, the prisons, most of the people in prison are they're going to come from broken homes, oh, or yeah. they're going to come from uh, homes of addiction, people. Uh, maybe one parent, maybe no parents. The destruction of the family, is, yeah, it's, is, it's, is
0: the source for whether it's—I uh, think—mental illness, uh, incarceration, drug abuse, uh, alcoholism, addi- whatever. The, uh, choose your addiction. Yeah, pick, my, pick More pick money.
1: More money should be spent on education than building prisons. My belief. That's my belief. I don't disagree with that, but educating them on what. That's the thing, and so now our schools, and I was
0: talking to a school board member the other day educating them on what now we've got our schools literally acting as parents in lieu of parents because there are no parents anymore very there's a or they may only have one parent and sell them that because that parent's having to work and so the whole social fabric and structure of our society and culture has changed where the school the public school systems now are a dumping ground. For the problems that we refused to address 50 40 30 years ago
1: and you're, you're talking about you're right about teachers or, or a lot of our counselors yeah parents but now we're i've heard they some don't people- get to teach bill I and mean, that's the
0: problem they and we burden them with all these requirements and all this all the testing and and now the teachers are expected to be so much if they all they did was teach I think we would be in a lot better shape and we wouldn't have the teacher shortage that we've got. We've got a tremendous teacher shortage. in They're they
1: underappreciated, probably underpaid. They're underappreciated, underpaid, and overworked. And with all the stuff that's been going on, and I'd hate, you know, with all the shootings going around, and my personal belief, I agree with the Second Amendment, you have the right to bear arms, all right? I, I mean, I believe that. But I don't know if it's right or wrong to have a teacher... Carry a gun in school. And so they you're going to love, love They have a this. breakdown and then they shoot up the well, school. So, yeah, but you've, done, you've just
0: gone way out there on extreme hypothetical, Bill. You're way out no, there go on ahead. I hear extreme hypothetical. Say. So when I was in the General Assembly, I sponsored a bill that if a teacher went through a required course of, and I forgot what the course was, but it was almost based on the post certification of a police officer, then they, then they could carry a firearm. In the classroom, and I'm just telling you, if 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 a teacher is competent and willing and able, and the administration approves, I don't have an issue with that. Do they need to be trained? Certainly, and do they need to uh, maintain that training? Absolutely.
1: But the alternative is to do what? Well, I got a I got an idea. Yeah, I saw this on. It wasn't Netflix. I saw it on TV. You know have of those tornado shelters i saw where they're putting tornado shelters in classrooms where if that happened like it happened with in texas where um if something's going down you hear gunshots or whatever they can the teacher can take the children put them in this room secure it it saves you know they've tested where a barrett m50 can't penetrate but l- I'm just saying that's that's I, something I, I, I know. But listen to our conversation. Listen to what we're talking about with our schools. Well, it's starting to be- become where you don't go. They're, they're having to worry about.
0: I, I know, Bill. I'm just telling you. We're we're. I think we're trying. I wonder. I don't know. I wonder if we're dealing with a symptom. What's the problem? I think we're dealing. We're trying to. We. we I mean, we're trying to give ourselves. Uh, a Tylenol with a headache when we got, <laughs> we got more than a headache. We got an aneurysm up there. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. We, it's, saying. we got a serious issue and we're trying to take a Tylenol and I'm not sure we're addressing the problem. We're addressing the symptom. That's a rhetorical statement. Yeah. And I, but I, I want I think this deserves serious. Your question is a very, very serious yeah. question and we're not going to solve it on here on this radio show tonight, but it, it goes to the level of going, what do we need to do? And, Whatever it is we do, we got to be careful about not traumatizing our students even further. I mean, I mean, the studies are just like the mask on our students that has had a, had a traumatizing effect.
1: We found out in this classroom with some of these kids, and kind of like what happened over to Hopgood School that that terrible, terrible tragedy. Yeah, it was awful. It was awful. And so, um, anyway, you know, we've been talking. We've 945. Can you believe we've been talking like 30 minutes? Did you what? say I stuttered? <laughs> you, were, you, were you wouldn't let me I get was, my answer in, Bill. Well, you're talking I t- over t- top of me. So, brother? <laughs> I've been known to do that, Joe. Yeah, I know that. Uh, you know what? So say you, you're elected. It's uh, early voting still going on, what, to the 30th? Yeah. And then the election's on. Do you think... We've had August 4th. Are we, Bill. Okay. August 4th is election, but we're going to take a break and we're going to come back here with Rutherford County uh, mayoral candidate Joe Carr. We'll be back in two minutes. The Grand Hall is a 5,000-square-foot banquet hall in Murfreesboro that specializes in weddings, graduate parties, proms, meetings, family reunions, and more. You can check them out on Facebook at The Grand Hall and call for information or to book an event at 615-556-0428. You can also find out more at grandhalltn.com. The Grand Hall is located in the Center Plaza at 1630 South Church Street. For your next grand event, check out The Grand Hall first. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 D&J Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. hello everybody it's bill wilson aka mr Murfreesboro, and you're listening to the mr Murfreesboro show here on wgns 1450 am and 100.5 fm talk radio and we're coming down here we've probably got another seven or eight minutes joe we've got joe carr who's running for rutherford county mayor uh, on the republican ticket tell us in two or three minutes you're elected what's the first thing you're going to do as the new mayor of Rutherford county well besides thank your voters
0: yeah <laughs> um the most immediate thing is to immediately reach out to the um mayors of the four respective municipalities Eagleville, laverne smyrna and Murfreesboro, and just say hey we want to hit the reset we know there have been some difficulties uh, but those are behind us um, reach out to all the county commission members and saying you know whatever challenges and difficulties uh, you've had in the past those are in the past we need to move forward let's craft this vision let's get everybody on the same page um you know we didn't get a chance to speak about the unrestrained growth in this county as being the number one issue it is the number one issue. It's not the most pressing issue, the landfill is, but the growth, unrestrained growth is the number one issue because it affects everything else. It yeah. literally is. It is schools, it is trash, roads. it is traffic, it's roads, it's education, it's congestion, it's who? how are we going to allow ourselves. I mean, I heard one candidate say, you know, we're a bedroom community of Nashville. No, we're not. We're not a bedroom community of Nashville. We have our own identity. Um, I mean, a lot of people don't know, but you know this. We were the state capital. Of eighteen twelve 20, to eighteen twelve to eighteen eighteen or something like it that. It was
1: the 1920s. twenties, eighteen. Yeah,
0: eighteen hundreds. But yeah, yeah. and it, so. But my point is, is that we've got a splendid history, and I had a chance to speak with Greg Tucker about our history. You know, Greg, yeah. and you're a history guy, and yeah. Frank Camperton, God rest his soul, yeah. was a great history yes. guy, and we need to capture guys like you to help us define where we're at, because where you come from defines where you are so you can more properly create your own destiny. And we are not a county that should allow outside special interests like Republic define us because they come here with an agenda. And I get their agenda, but it needs to be our agenda. Right, Bill? Right, I, w- I would agree that we so need to be- And so that's priority one.
1: That's right. priority one. We talked about this in the break. What do you think could be done, and it takes every individual, if they want to vote, you can't lead a horse to water and make them drink. But what would you do, or what, what would you say that, that we need to do to get more voter participation?
0: I think that's a, a big responsibility of leadership, especially elected leadership, and that comes from using all the communication mediums available to continue to educate the community on the issues that that leadership's having to deal with and and encourage involvement. When people are informed and involved, they are inspired to participate. That's my that's my that's what that's the premise that I work from. So if I know as a CEO of a multi-million dollar organization, if I wanted my employees to be involved in this business then I had to constantly impress on them the importance of their participation and involvement, not just for them personally, but for the growth of this organization and this company. It's no different uh, for this for for me if I'm elected mayor. I mean, you think about it: the mayor of the county is the CEO of a $750 million organization with over 6,000 employees. That's a huge organization, and. Whoever the next mayor is needs to have that kind of leadership experience because when you come to work on day one, I promise you there's going to be a crisis on September 1st because Republic's already talked about sending a letter on September 1, potentially locking the gates, exactly. And nobody knows that and they've already said it and so I've already worked up a plan with some uh, leaders in our community about what we're going to resolve that, but it takes that kind of foresight and going. I've I've been here before. You know, I've led a large organization, a lot of employees, big budgets. I've negotiated large contracts. So, I'm coming in hopefully uh, on day one with the experience necessary to tackle the problems, but also more importantly, Bill embrace our opportunities because as big as our challenges and problems are and we've got some big ones our opportunities are even
1: greater and we just don't want to squander those gotcha so you but your goal is to eventually would be to shut down the uh, landfill sh- shut it down completely my f- or first goal is to con the contract is
0: the contract that starts it has to start with the contract now we have on october 16th a date in chancery court where... Because um, they're wanting city. to expand, right? They're that's right, to and that's what's coming up on October 16th. So Republic is motivated also. See, remember when I was talking about leverage? We have leverage. Our leadership has only recently sought to use that leverage on behalf of the citizens,
1: and I'm saying I told you guys a year ago you had it. They and need They need to put a... If it gets any higher, <laughs> they need to put a, ski a, slope. a... No, yeah, ski slopes and a uh, something with a light so airplanes don't run into it. Yeah, it's that high. But yeah, I mean, have you ever been up there? Uh, it's it's been when it was about this high. I've been I've yeah. been up there,
0: um, recently. It's you can see a long way. It's all the, trash. You were
1: there what trying to put the fire out or having marshmallows? Was it hot s'mores? Dogs. Hot dogs. I told you, Bill, you're yeah. not listening. Yeah, hot dogs. <laughs> Somebody else is doing marshmallows. Well, so it, this this is it. I mean, I'll say let's just say let's say you're uh, not elected is this it for you or are you oh yeah that's it oh yeah you're not going to run again oh, oh no
0: i've got a i am so blessed with a beautiful family i've got a 95 acre farm i raised tennessee walking horses for trail and pleasure i have got 15 walking horses i got 30 beehives. i still haven't been able to harvest all my honey um I, I love working. I just bought a sawmill, so my son and I have a sawmill, and I love to work. I work even when I'm retired. I'm working 16, 17 hours a day. I love it. I love to work, and um, you can ask anybody in my family, especially my wife. I'm probably a workaholic. You're workaholic. I probably. I just I so like. So what being do you do?
1: What do you do for fun? I work. I you work. L- I love to. work. Do you work. fish? I mean, do you no. play golf? No. Do you? No no gambling? I mean, no. what no, you? No, I'm no, I'm, <laughs> no, sir, sir, no, I don't. No, I don't. Um, I, I work. What do you think about paramutual betting? Uh, in 87, there was a guy where did? Named, where is that, this question I'm, coming I'm, from? I, well, there was horse racing. People, <laughs> oh. uh, there was horse racing was coming to... There was a guy named Claude Cockrell. He was going to bring horse racing. It was 1987. It didn't work out. The, it, I there was a, remember this. It, Google it. But the guy was wanting to, to bring it, and it and it fell apart but he was found out he was like a he'd been convicted of some things or whatever but i'm not judging or anything but i just thought it would be cool to have horse racing in. Rutherford. well
0: i will say this on on the broader note But uh, it is the bible belt I, on a broader note i think you know tourism dollars are the best dollars you can bring to a community there's no question about it and so I liked the idea of what Mary McFarlane was doing about the uh, amphitheater v- venue. Yeah. And uh, it was it was a tough location, but I love I love that kind of uh, like thinking. Like Starwood. hmm I love that kind of thinking. And um, I was kind of disappointed that it, they didn't pass it, uh, yeah. but I understood why they didn't. Um,
1: three lane, they needed that three lane. Maybe they should have done, done that a long time yeah, ago. They should have done that a long time ago. It should have been that way from the beginning. When you're that close to the hospital, yeah. you don't want people passing away well on not right, only you know, that and blocking track it, it, it's, it's just yeah. Yeah. yeah all right one you've got one minute what do you want to tell people
0: i want people to know that um if you want a qualified candidate with ceo experience with large organizations uh with the ability to make tough decisions by bringing and collaborating all different kinds of perspectives and people together i'm the choice and that's why I'm running is because we have some um, really large issues in front of us. But more importantly, we have some bigger opportunities, and I don't want us to squander those opportunities. So I'm going to reach out to everybody. No one person going to solve these issues, uh, but it will take
1: all of us together, and I'm committed to doing that. And I would ask for everybody's vote. Thank you, Joe.
0: Thank you, Bill. Thank you. This was Thank fun. you
1: for your time, and thanks to all of our sponsors. We'll be back next week to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS. God bless you. Oh, oh,